How's it going guys? It's CryptoBud here for today. In today's lesson, you're going to learn about the MACD line. Now the MACD line is going to be a what I call an oscillator and one of the key technical indicators I use for my technical analysis. It is a fairly reliable indicator. However, it does have its drawbacks and if you use it correctly, you can actually figure out what the trend is for specific price points. I like to use the MACD just because it has a lot of great features that could allow me to either predict a trend or to figure out if a trend is not going to happen. Now the prediction part needs to play a role with other indicators so it's not necessarily one that I just want to use by itself. Okay, if you have not checked my other video on the, vi on the volume, I think it's important to do that because we're going to talk about volume here today. Alright, so let's get started. Now on TradingView, what you're going to have is this graph. It's a regular price chart and again, price doesn't say anything because something could be high and something could be low, but you don't know what's going to happen in the future and you don't know if, obviously nobody knows what's going to happen in the future, but also you want to be able to see if you are in the safe area, what to call it, using these indicators. So the first thing we're going to do is add in our MACD indicator. So if you right click, you're going to press insert indicator and you're going to click on the MACD line. So the MACD is M-A-C-D. Okay, you're going to click on that and you should automatically get that. Now what we're also going to do is remove some of the extra functionalities in here. Alright, so here's what's going to happen. The MACD line is was develop, developed in the 1970s I believe and it's been used a while in both Forex trading and equity trading because it's pretty much what it does is that it uses the moving averages, um, the, the uh, short-term moving average and the long-term moving averages, and it compares those two. So what you're seeing here is a blue line and the orange line. Now the blue line is going to be a different moving average. I believe it's going to be the shorter one. And then the, the gray line, the orange line here, is the slower moving average or what I call the longer moving average. So when you take those two into account, you don't really technically need the moving averages on here. Now a lot of people like to put moving averages on the graphs. I, I personally don't usually use those, but I mean again, it, it's kind of a good habit to at least have them. So what we're going to do is I'm going to add in the moving average right now, and we're going to put those in. So moving average, let's put down here moving average, okay, and let's put it as weighted. Uh, actually, it's going to be weighted moving average. Okay. All right. So what you're usually going to have is people are going to use a 50 day moving average or 200 day moving average or whatever the case is. We're not going to talk about that in this video, but instead we're going to talk about the long term and the short term moving average. And without going into the details of the actual construction of the MACD line, pretty much what you're really looking is if there's any changes in the trend that you're at. Now, one of the things I want to talk about here specifically is Whenever you have a short-term moving average moving above the long-term moving average, that usually means that there's a lot of momentum in the price. So let's say, for example, I have a 50-day moving average versus a 200-day. Obviously, the 50-day would have less data, but it would indicate a little bit more of a momentum than something a little longer like a 200-day moving average. So usually when you want to look for moving averages, you want to look for specifically these types of time frames and what the MACD line does is that it uses those two to indicate if there's a shift in momentum so for example if you know that for the last 10 days the price has been declining 
the short-term moving average would reflect that. And so without have you having going go back to the charts and trying to figure out what that is, the general overall trend would kind of show that um, in the MACD line. And usually the MACD kind of follows the price because obviously if things have been dropping, your short term is going to drop. Now on the long term though, it may not be the case because you can actually have in those 200 days, 100 days of going up and then another 100 days of going down and it kind of averages out. So it kind of buffers a lot of the short term volatility that you have. So one of the things I like to think about is, is what is my longer time frame on a 200 day versus a 20 day? Because what's going to happen is that if you get news or you get something negative in the last couple of days, it's definitely going to affect the price in the short term. So what you want to do is make sure you watch those 50 days and those 200 day moving averages. And the MACD does a great job of indicating when those trends are going to change. Okay. So let's take a look at what that, what that looks like. So this is actually Bitcoin USD. So let's take a look at what happened for the last year or so. And if you take a look at it, let's say you bought right here on March the 25th. All right. So let's say you were right here and you say to yourself, oh, you know, I bought it right at the bottom. I don't know if this is going to go down. Maybe it's going to keep on going down or maybe it's going to shoot up. I have no idea, but I know that it's been falling. So let's say you ignore the MACD line. You don't know. And nobody knows, by the way, where the price is going to go. But you want to look for probabilities of where you're at, right? So are you on the high probability that you're going to drop or are you on the low probability that's going to drop? And the way you're going to look for that is you're going to look for the call the crossover MACD lines. So let's take a look at what happened in Bitcoin back in March. So if you were right here back in March the 3rd, you saw that it was topping out and you were wanted to buy here. Let's say you bought right here. But then the price started to drop and we had two days here where it dropped and then all of a sudden we kind of consolidated a little bit. So you're thinking, wow, I think it's a great buying opportunity because everything everything went down. So we're going to go back up to, let's say, at that point it was 1200 without ignoring this, obviously. And but then when you buy it, it goes up again. And then now we're kind of having a little trouble here again. And you're thinking to yourself, it's OK, it's OK, it's going to keep on going up. Without you knowing anything about MACDs or averages, you're always going to be at a guessing game. You don't know what the price momentum is because you just bought it at that specific point and you don't necessarily may not take a look at what happened in the past. So without any sort of context, the price could be artificially high or it could be artificially low. And so let's take a look at what the MACD does. At that MACD line, approximately at this date on March the 3rd and March the 9th, the MACD actually showed a crossover actually on the 7th right here. So you see that red bar? It showed a, cr a crossover where we had the orange line, which was your longer day moving average, um, I believe. And then it went down and it started hovering on top of that blue line. Because that crossover event had occurred, you should have been more cautious and thinking that this trend that we had right here that started right here back in January was over. And so when you're looking at these type of things, you have to consider that these are trends, changes in trends, not necessarily prediction of them, but the fact that the momentum has slowed down to the point where now we're going to actually end up going lower. So you can either sell the, sell the coin specifically or you can begin shorting. And so what you're seeing right here is that if I bought in, let's say, January 18th, the MACD line, you guys could see that blue line is still up and it kind of hovered a little bit here. And then it kind of went back up, but all throughout this time, it was still good. The moment we had that crossover, take a look at what happened. 
that crossover event is very important. So I'm going to go ahead and highlight that really quick so you guys can see that. That crossover is what we really want to take into consideration. Okay. Oops, I think I kind of did too much here. So when you're looking at these type of coins and you're looking at these crossover events, what you want to look for are crossovers on the MACD. So I'm going to take a look at that crossover right there. All right. Now, if you did that, you saved yourself this entire decline. And if you were shorting, you knew that you could have safely shorted at every single pop. Now, again, take a look at this other one. We saw a difference here. We saw that there was a crossover right there. OK, you see that crossover? And now what happened was the market began to run. So you knew that you couldn't short anymore because that crossover had occurred. Now you have to kind of think about that trend. Now again, you don't know that if you're just doing price. So I think the MACD line is such a valuable tool. Um, I usually look at it all the time because it allows me to say, should I short or should I not short? And then it kind of guides me in that direction without getting crushed in the process. And so as you guys can see, after this nice run up that we had on Bitcoin, it all of a sudden peaked out right here and then as you can see it's almost kind of like it told you hey you should be selling you should be selling bam right there that was the MACD crossover okay all right now what we're seeing here for Bitcoin is we're seeing another crossover okay right here so that's why I think that this last move that we have I think we're still good because you get another crossover right there so currently right now speaking for today um july the 20th what day is today six we still have a crossover where the blue line is above that orange line and we've already broken this entire macd line and and we take a look at that at that volume that's up here as a positive as well okay so the other thing you want to take into consideration is these little bars right here which indicate also the the, the relative strength and the volume in the macd so you want this to be pretty high right Okay, guys, so that kind of wraps that one up. Now, one thing I want to take into consideration that a MACD line is a lagging indicator. So it does not predict what's going to happen in the future. What it does tell you is that there is, has been a shift in the current trend. So in other words, I don't know if this is this crossover is going to mean that it's going to go higher, but I do know that this trend has now changed. So what that usually means is that we're going to either consolidate or we're going to go higher or we're going to continue going lower. But something has fundamentally changed. Now, again, I use this because it tells me a little bit about price action. So this last move that we have, this huge candle is reflected in the shorter term averages. So that's why you have that pop up there. So with that said, you have to use it in conjunction with other indicators like volume and you have to use it with news and psychology. You can't always 100% use MACDs as um, your only indicator because what's going to happen is that when you get prices like this where it just moves up one day you're obviously going to get that pop but it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to go we're going to we're not going to continue going lower okay so keep that in mind now it just so happened that here it did it did do that here it went lower here went higher here we definitely went a lot lower and if you were shorting you did very well here on this side you can kind of see that we also had the crossover effect and then we kind of moved up so it, it, it's so far it's worked if you kind of back test it but uh, yeah so the other thing I want to mention guys is that um, the the timeline that you want to use this is has to be in a day or a week so I would usually use like a week for example to kind of give you a little better data and so on the week for example you could see that we're still up so Bitcoin here according to the MACD is the trend is still going to be up 
Um, again, and, and this specific indicator is a little harder because it's a little messier to kind of take a look at. Um, but usually the day will usually give you a little bit better indication. It, the farther out you go, I think it, it kind of gets a little skewer, um, not as good. So I think that's that's really where it's at. Okay, so in a nutshell, just to recap, a MACD line is a way to indicate trend changes. It is not a leading indicator, which means you cannot use it to predict what's going to happen in the future. I wish there were an indicator like that. And also it uses what we call the short-term and the long-term moving average to determine that with the idea of looking at what happens in the short-term to take a look at those changes in trends. Okay, all right, thank you very much. And this ends our lesson.